Hi, welcome to the Ellis Talker Show. This is DV LeBron. Um, tonight I have a very special guest, the former mayor Waxahachie and the current candidate, um, um, Mr. David Hill. How are you, sir? Uh, doing great, doing great. Good to be here with you tonight. Well, thank you so much for coming back. I've had you on in the past, and uh, it looks like you're running again, and and uh, you have an opponent, and and um, you know trying to go back at it. Yeah, I think I've got one. Uh, I'm not sure where he is, but I'm I'm sure he's out there somewhere. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I I I definitely appreciate, it, and I've told you this in the past. I appreciate anybody who wants to serve their community, um, and you've been doing it a long time. Um, there's a lot of new people in uh, Waxahachie. I was speaking with uh, uh, Mayor Barnes, and and I've also spoke with uh, Mr. Scott. I had them both on at some point, and, and they told me about uh, this record amount of permits that have been issued, and 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 like 1,200 up from 700. So yeah. they might they might not know who David Hill is. So can you go ahead and tell the people who uh, about yourself? My name is David Hill, and um, I've been on council for eight years, uh, two years as mayor, uh, one year as mayor pro tem. Uh, Mick and I have lived here about 16 years. Um, by trade, I'm a, a home builder and a developer. Uh, we have four children that live in the city, uh, I think 16 grandkids and 13 great-grandkids uh, that live uh, here in Waxahachie or in the surrounding areas. Uh, so um, I'm just a uh, a simple person like everybody else. I, I have no agenda as far as uh, politics go. Uh, but as a developer, I saw that there was a need on city council, uh, maybe to uh, maybe use my expertise um, uh, in working in that uh, area and arena. Uh, so I, I ran uh, for city council and and have been on uh, for the last eight years. So uh, mm -hmm. kind of a simple statement. It's not much to it. Well, uh, I mean. Uh, you have done a lot in your life and I mean, we had an interview and we actually spoke for over an hour and, and you were talking about some of the budget stuff and uh, you were going quite extensive. So, uh, you know, you, you were the mayor, you were the mayor pro tem, you've, you've been, you've been doing this a while. Why do you want to do it again? Well, I found out something. Um, and, and a lot of people find it out their first term that what you think can be done overnight uh, sometimes takes three or four or five years. So um, for instance, we, uh, we, we plan to rebuild all the streets in a subdivision here in Waxahachie. It was a five-year plan and we're in plan, uh, I think year seven or eight right now, and we're not finished with those streets. Um, so it, it's uh, a, a lot more to it than what meets the eye. A lot of budgeting items that have to take place before we can get anything done. Engineering has to be done on projects. And uh, it may not get in this year's budget. It may be two budgets out that, that your project gets in. And then it gets queued up. And hopefully uh, there's not a change in pricing that changes that. Uh, so it's not um, it's not like your own house where if you want to paint it, you just call the painter and, and take a bid and do it. Uh, we have to get five bids. And then uh, we have to actually get somebody to approve the financing or the budget part aspect of it. Um, and then council has the vote on it and you hope everybody votes yes. So it's, it's, it's time consuming. And uh, Mickey always asked me the same question. Um, what is it? And I said, it's just, it's a matter of patience and perseverance. So. So, 
it 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 definitely has to be patience when you're in politics and and sometimes people forget that they're they're actually humans that are yeah, that are running and they get black as my, my my hair was as black as my shirt is when i started yeah so, it, uh, it it turns you it does it does turn the hair white that doesn't it, it really does yeah um so so now you're running again and um tell the people that may not know you go ahead and tell them sort of what you what you bring to the council if you're reelected, what what do you believe you bring to the council oh well i i still think um after 40 years of being in the building business um I, i've built big box stores home depots lowe's uh, stores um back in the day macy's um and, and things like that as well as multi-families parking garages uh single family uh residential developed neighborhoods so uh, i've got since 1982 i think is when i incorporated and started in the business so um I've got that much experience in, in uh, bidding, estimating, uh, dealing with owners, uh, financing. And, and that's just, there's five members on, on city council. So no one person is, is uh, super special or dominant, but, but uh, we all don't have the same attributes and the same, same experiences. So um, I, I think my fifth of, of the input is important especially uh, as the city is growing the way it is right now. Um, so I'm very familiar with uh, the terminology and, and uh, those conversations. So you definitely bring experience, sir. And I got some, yeah. You got a little bit of experience there. Yeah. So, um, you know, the city, the this city is growing. And like I mentioned, there was, uh, you know, those that 1,200 number. And I apologize, Mayor Barnes, if I'm getting it wrong, but I remember 1,200 and something. So... I'm gonna go with 1,200. Um, housing starts. That, that this place is growing like crazy. You have been you have been on that. Uh, you have been on the council a while. You have seen. You have approved. You you you've looked at things. Um, the mayor had talked about making this uh, a a city where you can you can live, you can have fun, and you can also work and. And so have it a, a multifaceted city. Mm -hmm. um, what are your thoughts on that? What are your thoughts on, on the growth? Because some people are saying we're losing our town. So um, you've been here a while. You've seen it. Uh, can you speak on growth? I can. So, uh, well, I mean, it's, it, it, is, it's, it's, it is growing. You can't. That's uh, undeniable. Uh, but, you know, 1,200 houses... Well, it seems like a lot to a small community. Uh, in a larger community, it's it's really nothing. But but here it it, it impacts you in a different way. Uh, but um, I used to go to the Home Builders Association in Dallas uh, when I was um, president of Home Builders here in Ellis County, and and all the guys up in Dallas would always say, "Well, David, how many permits, housing permits, and starts do y'all have in Waxahachie this year?" And I would say, you know, well, we had twenty six, and you know, everybody would laugh. And um, after 25 years of that, um, we started to tell them we were building a little bit more. Uh, and now those builders that used to be up there laughing at us are down here trying to buy land uh, because they ran out of land going north. So, but I, I think what, what probably what the mayor told you and everybody else has told you so far is that 
that uh, although there's growth, talking about keeping the uniqueness of Waxahachie down home, hometown feel, uh, the 4th of July picnics and parades, the homecoming uh, parades that we have that, that endear everybody to our community, um, you can maintain that. Uh, and and we, we make a, a concerted effort to do that. We take care of our historic district, our downtown area, all of our gingerbread houses and historic districts that we have. Uh, but everything south of Sycamore pretty much is is uh, sacred ground as far as uh, the history of Waxahachie. So I think if we maintain, as long as we maintain that area uh, with entertainment, small shops, um, boutiques, and, and the historic downtown um, courthouse, um, the, the city's going to be fine. There's plenty of room for expansion for new people to come. Uh, but I would... Uh, challenge the, the people that are listening tonight that, that if you've never been to our downtown, historic downtown, you need to visit it. I know people that have not been to Sims Library that have lived here uh, for 20 years. Uh, they've never seen the Lyceum upstairs, which there's only two or three in the state of Texas. Uh, we have one of the most pristine turn of the century Lyceums in existence. And um, they've never been to the courthouse to tour it or any of those things. So um, there's more to life than just getting up every day and, and going to work. Uh, there's a lot of history in the city uh, that most people miss um, by never venturing downtown. So uh, I encourage you to do that. But I think uh, the city is being managed well. We have a, a great staff that, that's uh, very smart. Uh, we have a good council right now that's, that's looking after the business and uh, making some, some decisions and some that are going to be very difficult uh, in the near future that they'll have to make. But uh, I, I think all in all, uh, we have enough water, we have enough electricity uh, for uh, utilities and expansion. Uh, it's just how fast you want to go and how many pieces do you want to try to assemble at one time. And if you can control uh, the spread, um, and, and you can do that by not putting in sewer and water in different areas uh you'll be all right get a little bit more mm -hmm. density is what we need right now but, but the uh, it's controllable yeah definitely now the the industrial there was an industrial park uh approved and it's been a while since it was approved but it was one of those uh things that got a lot of attention uh online um and there were people for and against and and it was very vocal um Tell me about your vote for that. What your thoughts are on that industrial park um, vote? Uh, yeah, I think, well, we just passed that not, what, about four or five months ago? Yes, yes. So eventually they'll start groundbreaking. Uh, it's an it's um, uh, always difficult uh, to, um, uh, to change zoning, but uh, that's, a, that's a perfect place on I-35 for a, a business park. Uh, which there's there's, cup, there, there's more to it than whether it's just a business park, right? So um, you have to go back and you go to the very basic uh, uh, structure of our ad valorem tax right now. If, if you look at our ad valorem tax split for residential and commercial, it's about 50-50. So half of the tax that we collect uh, yearly is based off of residential structures, single family dwellings. The other half is supported by industry and commercial uh, stuff uh, and then everything else that falls in that category 
So if we're at 50, 50 right now and people are wanting their taxes to be reduced, the only way you, that there's one, this is one way that it, it can be reduced is by increasing commercial and industrial. If you in, increase that base, uh, you collect more taxes off of those base units than you would have to. Uh, so you'd be able to reduce taxes by doing that. So I know people don't like it. They don't like apartments in their backyards. Uh, they don't like anything in their backyards. And I don't like anything in my backyard. Uh, but uh, we, we uh, I think we got the best deal we could get on, on uh, the business park. It'll bring a lot of um, a tax base to the city, a lot of jobs. Uh, the good thing about an industrial park is it doesn't require a lot of city services. Right. You don't need police. You don't need fire. Uh, mm -hmm. Usually the employees are, are minimal uh, on a area like that. And you, and it doesn't impact your school districts. Right. So it's a good, it's a good fit for the area. It's right on 35 people yeah. uh, in one of the neighborhoods um, didn't care for it. Uh, right. And, and, um, and I'm sorry uh, that, uh, uh, that we couldn't all be in agreement, but uh, sometimes um uh, people buy land and they want to develop it and yeah. then come to the city for approval. So now the, the thing that you were talking about with, um, with taxes, and, and I know, you know, this extensively, um, let's talk taxes, you know, property taxes are still that that's probably the one thing that that's mentioned, uh, more than the only thing mentioned second to that is roads. Um, yeah. But taxes, a lot of people are hurting with taxes. And I know Waxahachie lowered its tax rate. It's it's one of the lowest around the city surrounding it. Um, um, what are your thoughts on, you know, the taxes and the way the budget went? We're, I know we're working on a new budget, but the last budget, um, what do you think about how we did with taxes specifically? Uh, let me ask you a question. Talk to me. Uh, if you knew you had $600 million worth of infrastructure looking at you in the very near future, would you go to your boss and say, Hey, I've got this big expense coming and I want you to cut my salary. <laughs> Just ask it. <laughs> okay. I never had it put like that, but yeah. Okay. Well, I know, but you got to think of it that way. What, what okay. we did and, um, right now we're at, you know, this, we're at 66 cents, right? So I think right. May Pearl, uh, is a half a penny below us, but everybody else is above us. Uh, Midlothian, DeSoto, all the city, Burleson's, Yachty, and uh, Mansfield, they're all higher than we are. And we have people asking us to go down to, to no new revenue, uh, which is two and a half cents uh, off of what we are right now. Um, so all I know is we have a, a tremendous amount of um, upcoming expenses. And what we don't want to do is keep issuing debt if it's not necessary. But if we cut taxes, uh, then you're going to do one of two things. Your infrastructure that's already deteriorating. We have infrastructure that's in the ground today that was put in the ground at the turn of the century, 1900s. Some of our streets were still that have not been repaired. The curb marking says 1927. So that's a hundred year old street that we've uh, increase the elevation now by six inches by overlaying asphalt, two inches, two inches, two inches, two inches. And uh, everything below it is deteriorating, falling apart. It's brown clay pipe. It's black pipe for water. I mean, we just have some issues that, that are going to have to be addressed. 
So when people start saying, I want you to reduce my taxes, you start asking, where do you want to make the cuts? Uh, we have to do that in city council. When we go to the budget workshop, we sit in there for two days, one day, day and a half, whatever it is, and we go over those things. But the budget starts the day the last budget is passed. So staff is already, they've already made the transition. They already know what I got this year. They're writing contracts, issuing uh, purchase mm -hmm. orders and requests for pricing, and all that goes along with running the city uh, and, and using that budget for this year. And then, then they know that they keep data on their computers for 10, 15 years. So they're able to see where we were 10 years ago, 15 years ago. They know where we are each year and how much we've spent. So it's not like we just wake up one morning and say, hey, we need to figure out what's going on. Uh, there is there is a method to the madness. And, and it's it's showing us that if we continue, we went from 60, five or six years, seven years ago, I think they went from 61 to 68 or 62 to 68. Then it came from 68 down to 66. And, and everybody that went to 68 said, whatever you do, don't go uh, lower. We, we've, already, we, we've already calculated what the need is, but somebody got weak knees uh, somewhere along the line and started reducing uh, the sales tax. So, and, and I know I have people that are going to nail me to the wall because I'm sitting here saying that we don't need to reduce it, but you can't pay the bills if you start reducing sales tax, either your avalorum tax. Yeah. You, you want to try to keep, they say, well, you've got sales tax sitting over here. Well, if city falls apart, People won't be coming here. Uh, they don't come here to, to uh, 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 as a tourist place if, if everything's falling apart. Builders won't even show up. People with uh, uh, stores and, and venues that you would like to see here, a new grocery store, when they find out that you decided you want to start cutting your taxes down and start cutting costs and services in your city, they already know what that means. You don't have to draw them a picture. You don't have to explain it to them. They've experienced that in other cities as well. Right. So uh, finances are very difficult. And I understand. I know what a penny is to the city. It's half a million dollars. I know what a penny is to a hundred thousand dollar house is $10 a year on taxes. So I, I, I hear people are, are being taxed out of their homes and, and I'm a compassionate, a compassionate person as anybody. Uh, and I hate that. Um, but I also know that I've got 43,000 people now. Uh, and we're growing four and five percent. So in the next three or four years, you'll be at fifty thousand people. Uh, yeah. And then what are you going to do? I yeah. mean, do you think you can grow your way out of that? And the answer is no, because everything you put down today has to be replaced in the next 30, 40 years. So you're you, all you can do is try to, to you, you can't even maintain. Right. It's falling right. apart faster than you can catch it. Right. right, and and it doesn't help that the prices are double and triple of what they they um they were. We're I'm sure the city is dealing with inflation just like every other person walking around. That's what just happened with our fire department. So we yeah, yeah, it yeah. was bid at five million, and we've already bought the land. We've already hired the twelve firemen over the last four years to man that. Mm -hmm. We just bought a new engine for a million two. It's being delivered to the city to have our name put on it to go to that station. And uh, then the new uh, contractor says, you're not going to believe this. But since we started this project, uh, it's increased $3 million. Wow. Okay. 
Yeah. So if we hadn't had a reserve in, in our general fund, which we've built over the last 10 years from four or five million uh, to about 24, 26 million, somewhere along in there, uh, had we not done that and made that uh, uh, an issue, we wouldn't have been able to continue the fire station. We would have had to say, I'm sorry, mm -hmm. but we don't have the money to pay that change order. But we got the new truck. <laughs> you know, we got the new truck. Yeah, we got the new truck. No place to park. No, no place to park in now. Um, Bring it uh, over to your house. Yeah, and I, my wife would be very. She, I don't think I would be doing the LS Talker show anymore. I wouldn't be available. Yes, yes. So, so I, I, I wanted to ask you since you know we are moving into budget time. It's currently you know working its way, working its way through. What are some of the things that you'd like to see in a budget? And what are some of the things that maybe you'd like to see reduced in the budget? Do you know that? And um, I guess everybody would tell you the same, same thing. Um, we look at our, our budget. Um, and I don't think when I go through it and look at it, that there's no ice cream and cake in it. It's still, still about as lean as you can make it. Um, and, and what they do, each department head goes through and they'll start making their budget based off of, uh, their last year's budget. They do an analysis of, of last year's budget. Uh, and, and we look at it as well to see, I mean, do you have fluff in there? Do you have money left over at the end of the year? It wasn't spent in most cases they don't, but we'll wind up with five pages of enhancements in our budget workshop. An enhancement is an item that's not included in the budget, but is needed by the department uh, in the budget. And we look at every one of them and, and we'll say, and, and, and they'll say you only have $600,000 uh, left that you can use for enhancements. Everything else is needed. Everything else is paying wages, paying police, buying whatever it is that's necessary, maintaining parks, uh, wastewater, water, I mean, everything that the city takes care of, all the services that we supply. So uh, the enhancements are, are, are training for the staff, uh, training for fire departments, uh, uh, new radio systems for the PD. Those are in enhancements that are needed, but we don't have the money unless we raise taxes. So they've got the tax rate down uh, to where it is, it's uh, as skinny uh, as you can get without going up. And a lot of the enhancements go years w without uh, being purchased. Wow. So we have, the, we have the ability to see this stuff through the process. We don't have to wait till workshop day. I mean, right. we know what the, every city councilman has the same information I've got. They can look on every budget, we're, we're, they're archived on the city's website and, and then go through and study every budget and look at it. there's no reason for anybody to say i didn't know that because it's all there over the last 10 years so you can go back and see what our sales tax were ad valorem taxes uh same thing with with your ad valorem tax and, and ellis county appraisal you can go see what what our uh, appraisals were certified appraisals all that information is available for you to make the decision that you're going to have to make and i would look at all that stuff all the time and uh, i talk to people about it quite frequently uh, and and I, I do know that uh, what right now we're looking at just roads over the next 20 years, an $800 million. Yeah. Bill. 
It's 800 million. We don't have 800 million in 20 years. It means we'd be spending $40 million a year for the next 20 years to repair the roads that are on the ground today, not including what we're putting down. If you stop today and said, halt, pull the brake, get out of the car. We're not going another mile, not adding another anywhere, no more widgets, nothing. $800 million looking at you in the next 20 years. So we spend six, seven, eight million now on roads, wrote our complete budget. Uh, so that's only 30 million shy of what we need to be doing going forward to take care of just roads. We're not talking about water lines, sewer, wastewater treatment plant expansions, uh, and all the other stuff. So those are the decisions that, that council, along with staff, you're, you have to sit and say, is it, do you want to take the heat uh, politically, or do you want to do what's right? I mean, it, it gets down to that. If you do what's right, you stand a chance of getting voted out. If you do what everybody is wanting you to do, you'll get voted back in, but the city will fall apart. So it's a decision uh, that you have to make. And, and, you know, decided, I, in, in my mind, that it's best that we, we, we have to bite the bullet. I, I love, I love, that's one thing that I, I, I've loved having you on because you, you can get into those details that maybe people are not thinking about or talking about. Um, you, you, we, I mean, you broke down the budget, but uh, our last interview pretty darn good. So there's enhancements that haven't been able to be touched in years. And, and you'd like to see if we can touch some of those enhancements so we don't keep getting behind on them. We have, uh, you know, 800 million in infrastructure that needs to happen. Um, and, and, and so all that stuff costs money. And so I see where you're going with that. Definitely. Now, um, you had mentioned about, you know, uh, parks and stuff like that. Um, there's been a lot of, there's been a lot of, uh, you know, trails and the stuff built like that. And, and, and what are your thoughts on that? Would you like to continue with that? Uh, yes. And, and most of our parks, probably we have a parks, uh, department that does all the maintenance, um, uh, we have um, uh, Chris Seals, who's our uh, arborist, that takes care of all of our city flowers and and uh, and those items that you see along the 77 and and uh, in various areas across the city. But we have several parks, uh, and in the last five years, we've been able to to spend money on parks. Prior to that, we didn't have the money. We were still had a you still had a steel merry-go-round, a stainless steel slide. Uh, that were banned by every parent in town, the EPA, and everybody else. So the kind uh, that burned that bottom when you yeah, yeah yeah your pressure pants coming down those things. <laughs> yeah. So uh, mamas didn't like it, and babies uh, cried when they did. So yeah. um, uh, we have a Waxhatchee Community Development, which is our four B uh, corporation. It's funded by sales tax. They have the build a separate corporation oversight by the city, but they have the ability to issue bonds um, and we've been able to get um, several million over the last three or four years out of uh, 4B uh, to, to pay for some of our park enhancements that we're doing. Uh, we just did a master plan for the lake, uh, Waxhatchee uh, Lake, which belongs, it's our water reservoir, but it, it, it's owned by the city. And uh, we've got three parks there that we're gonna do a master plan to completely redo those. Uh, there'll be a long-term project and take several million dollars, but that's we think we can work with uh, uh, WCDC, our 4B money, uh, with that also. Uh, we're doing a master plan on Penn Park, 
which is our, our one of our largest parks. Um, I mean, Lions Park, not Lee Penn Park, but Lions Park, uh, which is um, right below our sewage treatment plant is 40, 40, 44 acres. Uh, that is uh, uh, originally was put there by the Lions Club, uh, fairly, fairly unused, has no amenities. Uh, so we're doing a master plan on it right now, and we're going to put a place out there that will um, uh, be very uh, respectful. So, um, yeah, I think lifestyle and hassle, things have changed since I was a kid. We didn't have trails. We made our own. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But now that people that, People now expect that it's right. lifestyle enhancement. Right. So uh, if you don't have parks and trails for for the parents, the kids, it's a quality of life issue. Uh, people people don't like that if it's not there. Uh, last thing I want to ask you before um, before I have you wrap up and talk to the people of Waxahachie is uh, about the annex. Um, how's it going? What are your thoughts on on the annex and, and that construction? Because that's the big project right now. But it is a big project. But I mean, on the picture that, that when we first saw it, I said, "My God, that thing's about twenty blocks long. It's going to be a big one." Uh, but now the footprint's on the ground, and it's really not near as big as the picture uh, was. A little bit deceptive, but it was it was factual and actual, I guess. Uh, but um, uh, w the city doesn't have any space right now. We put up all kinds of petitions within the old city hall, and um, it's that was expanded back in I think two thousand, maybe. Uh, the wing that's on there now was was um, built in 2020, uh, but we just don't have room uh, for the staff. So um, because of cramped spaces, now we'll build a new annex. It'll have some some uh, um, high tech stuff in it. Now that we'll be able to do more streaming on our committees commissions uh, that people are asking for, and uh, I think it's got uh, we'll have a, a, a police office in there, so we'll have some security downtown. Uh, first aid uh, place for EMS. Uh, uh, some public bathrooms uh, will be in the same facility, uh, which will help with the uh, our park down by the creek. So I think think it's got a lot. Uh, we were able to pay uh, for some of that out, out of our reserve, and um, and the other half we bonded. Uh, but um, uh, I, I think it's good for the city. It's going forward. You're going to need that space. Uh, we can we can repurpose the old building a little bit, but I mean we make water on the old building. The the, the sump pump go out in the elevator, mm -hmm. and you start making water. So uh, and it's happened several times. So that, wow. that, there's a, a lot of limestone over there, and when that building the, the original building was built, you know, again early 1900, um, they didn't think about that. There's no way to waterproof, so mm -hmm. um, it, it's kind of sitting on a a little stream that runs through it and wow. uh, kind, of, kind of neat, but uh, it, it can cause problems. So the new place will be uh, new uh, and it'll serve us well for the next uh, 20, 30 years. So I think it's a good thing. Excellent. Well, you know, now we've come to the point in the show where you talk directly to the people yeah. of Waxahachie and just kind of tell them why they should vote for David Hill again. And, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and give you the mic. Well, thank you. And I appreciate you uh, having me on tonight. I'm going to try to look straight into the camera here. Uh, Mickey always gets upset with me when I do these things. So she puts me up in, in the attic. Um, and this is where I am right now. But uh, the question obviously is um, uh, uh, the, the job that we've done, if you approve of it, um, uh, I would greatly appreciate that. But I, I think going forward, the city's in good, good hands. 
uh, I, I'd like to uh, continue some projects that we started um, uh, in the past. Um, I still have a desire to serve. I, I really do appreciate uh, talking to citizens. Uh, many of them uh, agree with what we're doing. Some uh, get upset with us. We try to resolve those issues and mitigate the problems that we have. But uh, I think we're doing a, a good job managing the city. I think we're in good financial shape. Uh, we've got people moving in that, that are not moving here because it's a bad place. They move here because they feel safe in our community. And they're finding a, a place that, that they can call home just like we have in the past. So early voting starts, I think, uh, on the 25th, somewhere along in there. And then, of course, the election is in May. And uh, my name is David Hill. I'm running for place uh, number one for City Council of Waxahachie, and I would greatly appreciate your vote. Well, that wraps up another good show here. Um, you know, I appreciate you coming on, uh, uh, David. I, you know, I've, I always appreciate that you give me the opportunity to have you on, and I appreciate when any uh, candidate uh, decides to come on and, and be on here. I know that this can be an uncomfortable thing. Um, I, I thank you again, and and. Um, you know, good luck on election. Like I tell every candidate, good luck. Um, I'm going to be having your uh, your opponent on here. Um, I believe it. I'm not sure. I think it might be tomorrow coming up. Okay. I, I do have him coming up and uh, I have uh, several candidates coming on and I hope that everybody will watch. Sounds great. I appreciate it. Thank you a lot. Thanks a lot, my All right. friend. Yeah. All right.